0: Basketball. Basketball. You're listening to the Knicks Nation Podcast. Where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. Puts up a three. Bang! Bang! He ties the game! Now, live from the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris.
1: What is going on, Knicks Nation? It is Anthony. I'm here joined by... Chris, it is another live stream. Today is Thursday, September 28th. We have some possible Knicks rumors, some Drew Holiday rumors that we're going to talk about today. And Chris, I don't know if they're ready for our thoughts about this, but you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if the most Knicks fans share, you know, our same thoughts, but we'll see. What's going on, Chris?
2: Uh, you know, exciting, man. Exciting times. I mean, Dame finally got traded. Not to the heat, but to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Insane, man. I mean, I know we're going to dive into the the aftermath of it all with Drew Holiday and all that. But like, what are your thoughts on that trade,
1: man? A Drew Holiday trade to the Knicks. All right. It is time in my eyes for the New York Knicks to do something. Um, you know, Drew Holiday is now available. And to me, this is a perfect piece for the New York Knicks. This is my opinion. I'm sure Chris will give his as well but drew holiday is the perfect acquisition for the new york knicks right alongside of jalen brunson now you would have to give up essentially emmanuel quickly which sucks but the new york knicks have not paid emmanuel quickly yet so is that a savvy mood move did they do that on purpose hey i mean if it's looking like they may still you know extend him if this drew holiday trade doesn't get done but this is why you prolong the process in extending um a player. So the Knicks haven't extended Emmanuel Quickly. Obviously, Emmanuel quickly would possibly go to the Portland Trailblazers, and then you would have to add in uh a hostage in Evan Fournier going to go into the Portland Trailblazers. Cause apparently the New York Knicks are holding him hostage. So and That's then right. you would, and then you would have to add in like an Isaiah Hardenstein or, or you know, uh, something like that. Probably Hardenstein, and that would be it. And the trade will work for Drew Holiday, and then you'll give them one pick, two picks, you know, whatever picks they would like. But, Chris, in my opinion, the New York Knicks should definitely explore this. We'll touch on some audio that we heard earlier today, too. Brian Windhorst said that the New York Knicks will get involved. Obviously, you have the Eastern Convert teams are in on this. Boston Celtics are in on this. The Philadelphia 76ers are in on this. The Indiana Pacers, I've heard, are in on this. And part of the reason why you acquired Drew Holiday is to also block uh, Miami Heat, a Boston Celtics, uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So, Chris, that's just my little open. I would like the New York Knicks to explore it. What are your thoughts? What do you think? What are you thinking right now? Is it is it a good trade? Do you want them to explore Drew Holiday? Let us know. Let Knicks Nation know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Drew Holiday, I think he's... Let's be real; he's not a perfect fit only for the Knicks, but any of those teams you just mentioned—Boston, Philly, the Heat—I mean, Pacers. Whoever team you put him on, this guy he's he's gonna fit perfectly. And I think that this is the time the Knicks need to make a move. We have all these assets, and you know, you might hear people say, "Oh, we already got Jalen Brunson, you know, Emmanuel Quickly. We got all these guards. Why are you gonna add Drew Holiday?" Well, in my opinion, he answers a lot of questions that a lot of people have on the Knicks. Mostly the size front, because you plug in Drew Holiday and he's a bigger guard. He can defend well. And although he's not a knockdown three-point shooter, he can score the ball, man. And I just think it's worth it. I mean, like you mentioned, Emmanuel quickly has not been extended yet. So he's eligible to be traded still at this point in time. And if you're telling me, that you just got to give up Emmanuel quickly, which hurts. Don't get me wrong. Everybody here knows that I love Emmanuel quickly. I want the Knicks to extend them. Yeah. But if you got the chance to bring in a Drew Holiday and it's going to cost you Emmanuel quickly, I heart and Evan Fournier, the hostage and maybe a pick or two. Come on, man. That seems like a no brainer to me. And on top of that, you stop another team such as the Celtics, who got rid of Marcus Smart, you know, come on. You're telling me if the Celtics sign Drew Holiday, if they get Drew Holiday in a trade after giving up Marcus Smart and add a KP and all the pieces they did, come on. You're not telling me that's scary. We can't let these teams improve even more and just stand pat. I think we need to go out and get Drew Holiday.
1: That's part of the main reason why I feel like the Knicks should be exploring this, man. Cause if Drew Holiday were to go to a Boston or even if he were to go to a Miami Heat team that is already, you know, look, they Miami Heat lost a lot of pieces, but <laughs> Miami can literally take someone off the G League team and he can shoot forty percent from three in the in the playoffs like they did. So that's a that's a big part of the reason too. Um and 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 essentially you wouldn't look Emmanuel quickly I know it'll it'll suck to see him go but you're essentially replacing him with Drew Holiday playoff experience is a dog in the playoffs won a championship has been there done that no questions asked is a Tom Thibodeau type of player if you were to grow a player in a lab Drew Holiday is that type of player that Tom Thibodeau I'm sure would love to love to coach and if you essentially pick up a Drew Holiday your starting five would essentially be Brunson Drew Holiday Barrett Randall um and then Mitchell Robinson and then your bench would still be Josh Hart um Quinza Grimes you slide him off the starting role and you slide him on the bench and then you're you still have Dante DiVincenzo but you would be small if you're giving up a Isaiah Harden sign maybe the Knicks can you know sign another center here but you know the, the the trade package that I came up with let me just bring up this uh screen all right so here is the trade package that I came up with the Knicks get Drew Holiday Jabari Walker from the Portland Cheryl Blazers and the Blazers receive Emmanuel quickly, first round pick. They'll probably want another first round pick. Evan Fournier and Isaiah Hartenstein. A question that I brought up on Twitter, Chris, is if you're Leon Rose and you see Drew Holiday go to the Milwaukee Bucks, a couple of weeks ago it was rumored that Giannis was unhappy, spoke publicly that he was unhappy, then what happened after that? All the Knicks rumors came out. Oh, the Knicks are going to wait for Giannis. The Knicks are going to wait for Giannis. He's coming. Giannis Antetokounmpo coming. We can't wait. A couple of years back, three years back, Chris, weren't we waiting on Damian Lillard, if I'm not mistaken? Yep. Weren't we waiting yeah. on throwing another superstar in, the, in that mix as well?
2: Yeah. I can't I mean, wait.
1: Like, I, I, look, I want to be patient. I understand this is – Look, I'll play the clip that Brian Woodhorse said that you would essentially be adding to your assets instead of subtracting by gaining a Drew Holiday, you know? So, you get what I'm saying? Like, eventually, you cannot just hope that uh, Luka Doncic is going to be unhappy in Dallas and he's going to want to force his way to the New York Knicks because Damian Lillard tried forcing his way to the Miami Heat. And then look what happened. Another team stepped in, offered a better package. And such and such. so
2: Yeah, T- times are changing, in my opinion. Um, you know, stars are always going to try to go where they want to go. They're going to f- try to force trades where wherever they want to go. And in this case, Dame wanted the heat, but we saw it. You know, the Blazers were like, hey, we respect you. We, we thank you for everything you've done for us, but we're going to go out there and get the best possible deal we can. And yep. if that takes way until, you know, the last week before – training camps kick off, so be it. And that's exactly the way it played off. And we all here thought Dame was going to the to the heat. And then that mystery team popped up and it just so happened to be the Milwaukee Bucks. But going back to what you were saying about waiting for these, you know, all stars, these superstars to become available and or disgruntled and then available, you don't know what's gonna happen. I mean look, Giannis didn't even get the chance to basically You know, he just mentioned, hey, I'm leaving you guys if you guys basically don't show me that you're trying to compete. And bam, the Bucs went out and got Damian Lillard right away. And there goes Giannis. There goes the dreams of getting Giannis, you know, in the Knicks jersey. And to be honest, I mean, the same could happen with Embiid. The same could happen with Donovan Mitchell, if you want to put him in the conversation, you know. These stars, they could be disgruntled one day, the team adds somebody they like, and there goes any hopes of signing that that player so how long are we gonna wait
1: yeah which is sorry to cut you off but which is why the 76ers are in the mix for Drew Holiday so let's say the 76ers they do a three-team deal with the Clippers they ship off James Harden to the Clippers they get Drew Holiday to the 76ers now you essentially have another star with Joel Embiid and now Joel Embiid is is, is essentially happy so you know a lot of people were pointing to who's that next big fish honestly obviously Giannis is you know, quote unquote, happy now. Whether or not he wants to sign a long-term extension for the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm sure the chances of that went up since they acquired freaking Demi and Lillard. I mean, you look at the East now; it's it's the Bucks. It's you know, the Miami Heat are up there. You're obviously going to have Boston up there. It's very top-heavy. I brought it brought it up in in the last podcast, but yeah, man. I mean, I I feel like let's let's just play this uh, Adrian Wojnarowski clip, not Adrian Walensky, Brian Windhorst clip from the Hoop Collective (laughs) podcast.
0: Again, this is just me thinking about this uh, over the last hour, but
2: you think Tom Thibodeau would like to coach Drew Holiday? I think that'd be a pretty nice fit.
0: He'd be a pretty great fit. They were not a Dame team because they had Jalen Brunson. Drew Holiday fits great next to Jalen Brunson. He's the exact kind of fit that you want alongside uh, Jalen Brunson. Well, now there's a team with draft capital. Yeah. And yeah, here's the thing. They're being patient with it. Okay. We talked a lot about the possibility of Giannis. The Embiid possibility is still out there. I would assume that Giannis is going to at least be satisfied for a little bit here. and in, in other words, not be on the potential block next summer. Um, is is cashing some of that in for Drew Holiday and and diminishing your odds of being able to potentially pull off a Joel Embiid deal? Is that worth it for the Knicks? I mean, maybe if that you don't maybe you maybe you wouldn't be diminishing it. Maybe you'd be strengthening it. Maybe you'd be strengthening it. I will say this: the one thing about the Knicks, they have a terrific salary, tradable salary, right there with um with uh, with Evan Fournier. Fournier. Yep. Um, mm. they, you know. Emmanuel Quickly is an incredible potential sweetener um, that you could put in there in addition to draft capital. I mean, we're, we're arguing over how Boston, Philly, and the Clippers might have to scrape together something. The Knicks can put together a compelling package mm-hmm. and still leave a bulk of their assets. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, the one thing that, you know, Bontemps and I have talked about this, I'm, I know privately. I can't remember if we said it publicly. Um, I think the Knicks have the ammunition to make two depending on how they handle their business, to make two-star player trades. And this is an example. And, you know, you have to you have to decide whether Drew Holiday fits your team's timeline because Drew Holiday is in his 30s. But I think the Knicks should seriously look at this. The other thing is...
1: That's another thing, Chris. So that was from the Hoop Collective. Does he fit our timeline? Drew Holiday is in his 30s like they stated. Obviously, our starting five is... You know, Brunson's in his 20s, Randall Grimes is in his 20s, RJ Barrett is super young, Julius Randle is, what, 28, Mitchell Robinson is in his 20s, so does Drew Holiday fit our timeline? You saw Drew Holiday in that starting shooting guard, shooting guard slot, and he's in his 30s, but I'm telling you guys, I mean, with Drew Holiday in our starting lineup, we become a contender, man, he's, does he fit, do you think he fits the timeline? I think he does
2: only because, again, you have Jalen Brunson on such a good contract that I feel like why not take the chance, you know? Yeah. But out outside of that, even I mean, in my opinion, and this goes all the way to Embiid, really. If you get Drew Holiday, and you know, Embiid's still going to be out there, and Drew Holiday, who I mean, who did he play with before? I mean he he has a relationship with Embiid. Yeah. I mean, if anything that adds more to it. If you let a team like the 76ers get Drew Holiday, who's to say Embiid's not like, hey, we got this guy back. I know he's a good worker, you know. Star potential, I mean, uh, a, a I mean, a star. Yeah. You know, they they could just decide to run it back. Maybe James Harden even has a change of thought, you know. <laughs> Who knows, but um that could be another scenario where Embiid is like, hey, I'll stay here. We got Drew Holiday back. We could we could build on this. You know? I think if the Knicks go out and get Drew Holiday, it makes you even better favorites for an Embiid if he wants out. But yeah, I think he fits a timetable. And I think he fits well with the Knicks, man. I mean, <laughs> I just I just think this is something the Knicks should do. I mean, it's it's addition by subtraction too, getting rid of IQ. I get it. Knicks fans love IQ, but I think this is the right move to make. And like we just heard, just because you, you know, go after Drew Holiday, let's say you get Drew Holiday, doesn't mean we're stuck now. We can't make another trade for a
1: superstar. Mm, bars. We have plenty of assets. That's the key. That's the key right there. Look, I brought up this question. I don't think I tweeted it out. I was about to tweet it out on Knicks Nation. But I was like, you know what? Let me not cause, you know, some turmoil out here. Would you rather pay Emmanuel quickly $100 million or would you rather trade him for a Drew Holiday? I
2: mean, wow. that If you asked me before Drew Holiday obviously was available, you know, obviously I'd be like, yeah, sure. IQ for 100 you know? He's he's, he's yeah. only up and up in my opinion. You know, he's going to be a a good player. In this league, is his ceiling a Drew Holiday? If everything goes well, I mean, I think he could be, but why take that risk when you can have a proven commodity who's done it and proven it and shown it?
1: I I feel like the, these are the questions that the Knicks front office is asking themselves now. You know, we had this extension looming with Emmanuel quickly, <laughs> or we can include him in a package. For essentially what we would like Emmanuel Quickly to turn out to be a Drew Holiday. Um, Emmanuel Quickly is what, like 10 years younger than Drew Holiday? But yeah. at the same time, if you pay Emmanuel Quickly $90 to $100 million, he takes a step back, his usage goes down, minutes decrease. Now, with Dante DiVincenzo here, it's a risk. So you're essentially trading for the proven commodity to compete now. Look, we made it to the second round of the playoffs. We were two wins away from the Eastern Conference Finals. I want Knicks fans to remember that. Two wins away from the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat who went all the way to the damn NBA Finals. And what did all of us say? Like, we're just missing that one piece. I'm not sure Drew Holiday is that piece, but he's a pretty damn good piece, Chris. (laughs) And you plug him in the starting lineup, and he makes us exponentially better.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that can go out there and guard the best player on the other team, I mean, and be effective. And, I mean, we got, we got a couple guys that can, you know, do that. I mean, you're talking about somebody who can go in there, and when teams are hunting Jalen Brunson, maybe that's not so much of an issue anymore. Nope. Because now you got Drew Holiday, who can yep. easily switch off with, you know? I mean, I think I think he fits the Knicks well as far as all the inter- interchangeable parts that we have. I mean, I think that would be a beautiful issue to have, in my opinion, if we were to be able to land Holiday.
1: Because it just makes sense know, on so many levels to me. No, be- go ahead. You're good. Because, like, I'm just so, like... Like, it just made me excited just the thought of having Drew Holiday on the Knicks like I, I just feel like Knicks fans need to remind ourselves yes we're trying to also develop our young players we're trying to develop Emmanuel quickly and we're, we're trying to develop RJ Barrett we're trying to continue to develop a Quentin Grimes and I just feel like a Drew Holiday on this team in the starting lineup would make this team exponentially better and I just feel like if we had a Drew Holiday versus Miami Heat, Chris, I just it would have been a different story. Just put it at yeah. that. But then you know a lot of the haters are going to be like, well, Jimmy Butler? You saw what he did to Drew Holiday in the first round." But it's a totally different scenario, right? Yeah, in my opinion, it's it's totally different. I mean,
2: yeah, you know, if, just thinking from a Knicks perspective. You'd had you you know against Jimmy Butler, who they threw all at him, Josh Hart, Grimes, you know, and you can say the Knicks played the Heat the toughest when it came to you know the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you throw Drew Holiday in that mix, and you're telling me that that's not ten times better. Maybe we you know, like you said, it'll be a, if we if we had a Drew Holiday last season, it'll be a totally different you know story, in my opinion. He's just the type of guy that you can plug in. He doesn't demand the ball. He's not selfish. He's all about the team. And all he's done is win in this league. You know, another guy who's a hard, scrappy guy, who wants My to win, too. proven that he's a winner. Great. I heard nothing but glowing glowing reviews on Drew Holiday across every type of media out there, like that he's a great person, not yep. only, you know, in the locker room, but just in general in life. And why not add something like that? A veteran presence? You know, I just think he fits so well. I mean, like I said, with any team. But, man, that's somebody you want to bring in if you can, in my opinion.
1: Agreed. Let's have some of these comments. Coach Sierra in the chat says, rather keep IQ. He also says, Holiday is not the player for us. Then he also says, they are playing you to want a player that we do not need. Cameron in the chat, what's going on? I would only say trade for Drew Holiday if... Maybe it may be trading manual quickly. Yes. If we were training for a Drew Holiday Emmanuel quickly, would have to be in that deal to sweeten the pot a little bit. And then Cameron also says, but the timeline does not fit. Maybe it depends, man. What's your timeline? Like, yeah. what is that? What is the timeline? I keep hearing that a lot, right? What is the timeline, Chris? Like last year, second round of the playoffs, the timeline got pushed up. I mean, yeah. nobody thought we were going to make the second round of the playoffs. Nobody, and now what do you, what do we want our clippers this season? Pretty much the same thing, right? We don't want to take a step back. We want to maybe yeah, go to the course. Eastern Conference Finals. So what? Is, what I keep hearing the timeline, like I, I feel like they're equating that with maybe the youth, and maybe they're equating the age, and then maybe they they don't forget if bringing in a Drew Holiday in here will also, you know, help out all the other guys as well. I mean, it's not like yeah, exactly. he's an old chicken. It's not like there's reasons why the Boston Celtics want him, the Miami Heat want him, the, all of our rivals in the East. There's reasons why they want a Drew Holiday. And look, also Evan Fournier, man, what are you going to do with that contract? You're just going to let him, you know, <laughs> keep him hostage in New York City because he apparently he <laughs> thinks the New York Knicks are keeping him hostage. So you're just going to let that contract expire? You're going to have to use it in the trade. I mean, unless it's going to expire, Chris. Yeah, I mean, this is the perfect, in my opinion,
2: this is the perfect situation to use an Evan Fournier contract. I mean, you've held on to it for this long, regardless of the comments he's made. You know, this is the perfect opportunity, in my opinion, include his salary in this deal to yeah. make things match up, and you walk out with a Drew Holiday. I mean, that that seems like a no-brainer to me, in my opinion. Um, you know, and as far as the timeline goes, I mean,
1: What's it seems your like on it's always timeline? resetting.
2: Yeah, it seems like it's always resetting. I mean, I, I, I think the time is now. Like you said, we made a deep playoff run. Nobody thought we were gonna be there. Nobody thought that you know, we, hell, we weren't even supposed to make the play-in. But, you know, there, there we went. Right, timeline we we got pushed season. We had a Good, good playoff run, and that's exactly what happens. You know, timeline gets sped up, and this is, come on, Drew Holiday is somebody you want on your team. That that's this is what it is. Facts. And if not, if not just to, you know, if 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 not just to block all the other teams, like you said, every single rival in the Eastern Conference wants Drew Holiday, and if any of them get him, it's a problem. Forget it. It's a problem. It's yeah. a problem. You're talking about Philly, problem. Boston, problem, problem, Miami, the Heat, problem. problem. Hell, even if the Pacers get him, problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd rather him go to Indiana. I wouldn't care, you know. Yeah, even the Nets might be in there for all we know, you know. But again, you know, I know either way, you just – I I want the Knicks to be in on this.
1: Look, the Dame trade to me changed the way the Knicks should view Giannis. Look, Giannis could still be unhappy and still want out, but look, he pretty much – Called out the Milwaukee Bucks and said, "Look, get me some help." They got him some help. Obviously, Knicks fans were happy that he called out the Bucks. They were like, "Look, Giannis is going to be available." Boom, Milwaukee get some help, and now they're favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference and alongside the Boston Celtics. So, you know, a lot of people. The timeline, timeline, timeline. Like, like you just stated, like I stated before, what is Knicks fans in the chat? What, what, what is the timeline? Like, what when you guys hear timeline? What exactly are you referring to? Are you referring to get a guy in here that matches with our young players' age so they can essentially grow together? Because in the playoffs, R.J. Barrett was damn near good, Chris, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Julius Randle was playing amazing until he got hurt. Jalen Brunson has been a a god in the playoffs since he's – the last two seasons ago with the Dallas Mavericks – Last season with the New York Knicks. So bringing in a, uh, a Drew Holiday in here, I just feel like it it makes us a contender in the Eastern Conference, Chris. And I feel like the Knicks should be looking at this. I really do.
2: Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it helps the team a lot, in my opinion. I mean, you know, even as is, if we were able to trade for Drew Holiday and you're talking about we're giving up I-Heart, we're giving up quickly, and Evan Fournier. Right. To me, that's still a really good Nick squad. I mean, you fill you, you obviously need a big to fill in, you know, the the hold created by trading Hartenstein, which again hurts.
1: Let's talk this but out. What's the mind? starting what's the yeah. starting five?
2: I mean Oh, that'd have to be what, Brunson? Yep. It would be Holiday. It would be RJ. And then you have Randall and then Mitch.
1: That'd definitely be the starting five right there. Is that not a contending team in the Eastern Conference? Absolutely in my opinion, yes. What are the Absolutely? What are the downsides of having Drew Holiday paired with a Jalen Brunson? Is there any downsides? Because people equate people think Drew Holiday, look, he was getting all NBA votes last season, man. He was that damn good. And what are the downsides with having him? If there are any, the downside is just Emmanuel quickly. That's that's the downside. Yeah.
2: I mean, the downside is is having to get rid of Emmanuel quickly, having to get rid of Harenstein, in my opinion. Drew Holiday is a really good player, you know. Yeah. He's somebody to defend, which, you know, everyone in New York will love his grittiness. And look, he's not a knockdown three-point shooter by any stretch of the imagination, but he's shown that he can knock down that shot, you know. And that's, you know, that's that's a big key for us as well, and not only that. Most importantly, he's a bigger guard. You know, I think that's the the biggest thing that I I would love about Drew Holiday is just his size. You know, because running out there, Brunson, IQ, hell, you can even throw Grimes and Di- DiVincenzo in there as well. We're a pretty small group, you know, including Josh Hart. Yeah, that's if you have Drew Holiday out there, that's a bigger guard, and that helps. You know, yeah. how many times have we seen? you know Brunson get targeted by teams because he's just on the small side. Yeah. You know, Drew Holiday helped with that immediately. Yep. And let's be real, if Brunson was able to, you know, ever to miss any time, you have a more than capable point guard waiting there to take his spot and just keep the ball rolling. I mean, just the the different types of lineups you can throw out there with with Drew Holiday, it just it gets me excited just thinking about it, but I, th- I think it's just a trade that, again, I hope the Knicks really put a good foot forward and try to get this guy on the team.
1: We'll see, man. I mean, you know, the Knicks fan in me is like, you know, damn well, they ain't making this trade. Because Leon Rose <laughs> hasn't shown us that he's willing to make trades like this. And I tweeted this out earlier on the Knicks Nation page. I, I said, eventually, I want to see a trade like this from Leon Rose. Because eventually... You know, all of our glut of guards is, is going to be an issue and teams are going to be knocking on the door. You know, players will regress. Players will improve. You just hope that you, if you pay Emmanuel quickly, if you extend him 90 to 100 million dollars, you just hope that he blossoms into the player that we all think he can be. Because if you make this trade for a Drew Holiday, you're essentially trading for Emmanuel quickly ceiling. And who's to say that Emmanuel quickly would even touch a Drew Holiday ceiling, right? I mean, I'm not saying that he could be 70%, 80% of a Drew Holiday, and that's still a great player. But this trade, to me, you make it, you still have the assets to go out and get someone else. Because remember, you also still have to have guys on your team to make it an attractive place to go to. Um, I saw something today on Twitter saying that I think – CP from Knicks, Knicks Fans TV saying he he sta- he, he heard that Dame doesn't want to didn't even want to come to New York cuz he didn't he didn't want to play with Julius Randle. So whether that's true or not, I don't know, but you also want to have a form of a foundation on your team. You, you you want players on your team that are obviously have connections to other players and want to come to play in New York. Obviously, we have that in Brunson and hopefully, you know, our status around the league has changed, but he also brings that aspect as well because look, the downside is Emmanuel quickly, um, and look, Hardenstein has one more year left on his deal. Chris, obviously, the Knicks can think about bringing him back and you know re-signing him possibly. But the downside is Emmanuel quickly. But like I brought up earlier, would you rather pay Emmanuel quickly a hundred million dollars, or would you just trade him alongside a first round pick for a Drew Holiday, and with the chance of an extending a Drew Holiday and in the same time in doing that and making your team better. Um to me, if I was Leon Rose, I'm doing this. I'm seriously thinking about it because teams in the East are not going to stand pat, Chris. You think the Miami Heat right now are aren't they're ticked off right now that Damon Lillard went to the Milwaukee Bucks? You think they're just gonna sit on their hands and not do anything? So no way. all the teams around us. They're not sitting on their hands. I'm not saying the Knicks are just, look, the Knicks have done a great job. This is not. I'm not calling out the Knicks at all. I'm just saying when, when opportunity presents itself, get it done.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, we have all these picks. We have all these assets. We have, you know, you keep hearing it across the media. Knicks have great contracts, great tradable contracts. You know, what good is all that? You know, all those assets, what good is it if you're just hoarding them and holding them and waiting for Giannis? Again. We've seen it already. Yeah. Now Giannis is not not available. You can basically scratch him off the table now that Dame's there. You know, who's to say, again, who's to say we're waiting for Embiid now? If Embiid is unhappy, you know, who's to say the 76ers don't figure out a way to make things better there? And he decides to stay. We're just going to have these picks, and then eventually, you know, we're going to have to either use them pick the picks or trade them. But, I mean, come on. How long are we going to wait to use these assets? In my opinion, this is a no-brainer. This is when you want to use them. Again, not only to block the other teams that are going to get exponentially better with a Drew Holiday, but, you know, to add a good player that, like you said, people, players around the league want to play with this guy you know yeah. Brunson is held in high regard now too, another player you know that a lot of NBA guys want to play with that's exactly the type of guy you want to bring in and he just helps on so many levels In my
1: opinion again no brainer no brainer no brainer indeed look you can um, obviously a lot of Knicks fans I put out a poll on the uh, YouTube channel saying that if you want uh, the Knicks to acquire Drew Holiday simple yes or no and just answer that poll as well but Obviously, Chris and I would like the New York Knicks to acquire him. Obviously, training camp opens up on Monday. It is Thursday, September 28th, media day. I don't know. Media day is on Monday, I believe. And then we start getting rolling, Chris. So a trade will possibly happen this weekend. I'm I'm pretty sure that the Portland Trailblazers are on the phone right now with many teams. And I'm just waiting for that Portland trades, Drew Holiday to the Boston Celtics tweet. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> If I see that, I'm going to go crazy. Oh, man,
2: that, that would be insane. I mean, I'm you're talking about Boston who gave up, you know, Marcus Smart for KP. Yep. And then they replaced, essentially replaced Marcus Smart with Drew Holiday. Come on, you're not telling me that's not a nightmare right there. They basically got a better Marcus Smart, in yeah. my opinion, if that to be the case. So, again, you know. It's just again, you just gotta block these teams from getting block Drew them. Holiday. Yes, you gotta block them. If 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 not for anything else, you know, and then, hey, if you want to flip them later on, but in my opinion, hell, even if you want to make it about Embiid, you bring in Drew Holiday, and you're not, you're not telling me Embiid is gonna be more excited to want to come to the Knicks with you know someone he's played with before, knows what he's about. Yep, no brainer, bro. <laughs> again no brainer man
1: <laughs> part of the reason is to block the Miami heat as well but look, look being a GM is tough in the NBA I'm sure they're thinking about everything and I'm sure I'm sure that Leon Rose is on the phone with Tom Thibodeau and I'm I'm pretty sure Tom Thibodeau is like Drew Holiday is a great player uh, I would love him on the team but it's all about opportunity costs and whether the Knicks want to give away Emmanuel quickly Um, I don't know if they do or not I don't look they were willing to trade him last season, Chris, before he actually exploded. Remember, they were willing to trade him for a first round pick. So I'm sure that has shifted. Their mindset has shifted since he's had a great season. Last season, he had a great season. But, you know, they signed DiVincenzo. Now you have Quickly, Josh Hart, Brunson, Grimes, Barrett, all these guards. And, You know, something has to give. So like Brian Winhor said on the Hoop Collective, it's going to be interesting. If Look, with doing this trade, you can still do another trade. This is not taking us out of a running for that next superstar. And I just feel like this move would be a small pivot into gaining momentum for that next big trade because that's what we need. Because I feel like we just can't put all of our chips in one basket. And if that player doesn't work out, then we're screwed we're screwed yeah so absolutely baby steps right i mean this is not you know giving up the farm this is not none of that you're still would have a crazy rotation you still would have crazy depth would you be small hell yeah <laughs> you would be small <laughs> you would damn sure be small i'll tell you that um and obviously we have the julius randall uh switching agencies so oh that that's interesting as well man um being an x-fan is 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 something bro it's something.
2: Yeah. There's, there's always something, right? There's always yeah. something going on, some news floating around. But, yeah, man, I mean, with Drew Holiday, again, like, he's he's such a good player, man. And again, I'm excited just at the thought of the possibility of him being a Nick. I hate to sound like a broken record, but this is something I hope the Knicks something you really looking. at. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see why the Knicks wouldn't want a player like that, you know?
1: I'm sure they're looking into especially, it, especially
2: especially when uh, you know it, this is it's not often that you know a player of this caliber is available just for you know the Blazers do not want veterans they don't want star players or anything like that you know they want young talent and they want draft compensation yeah I mean it's not every day you get a player of Drew Drew Holiday's you know stature to be, be available just for a couple picks or hell you know salary dumps or whatever the case may be so i mean that's why you got all these teams trying to get in on the on the
1: party you know it's it's gonna be interesting
2: to see how it plays out man
1: that's another thing i brought up about the uh the nba sorting sort of shifting the uh pick market is sort of shifting dame lillard obviously he went for a drew holiday and obviously the blazers are going to reroute Drew holiday so they will garnish more picks but one first round pick and like two unprotected pick swaps so the knicks Look, we have all our picks. Eventually, you're not going to select all those players, right? I mean, you got to use them wisely. So we'll see what happens, you know, um, if the Knicks are involved in this. If uh, I I do think that I've heard that the three-team trade involving the Clippers and the Trailblazers and the 76ers is gaining steam. So that would suck. But obviously, James Harden does not want to be in Philly. We'll end it off with uh, a question. That I have for you, Chris. Where do you see the Knicks in the East, man? I mean, now that Dame goes to Milwaukee, do you see us competing with them at all? On paper, they're great. But on the court, it's a different story. I'll always, yeah, I'll always say, you know, hey, you know, when
2: you make a big adjustment like that, it takes time to gel. I mean, is it a more natural fit to have someone like a Dame playing alongside a Giannis? They're not really clashing, in my opinion. I think it'll be a quicker gel, in my opinion. But who knows, you know? Anything can happen. I mean, it's not like Dame hasn't gotten hurt. Not that I'm wishing that Dame gets hurt or anything. Just the history is there, you know? Dame hasn't stayed as healthy as he possibly could. And, you know, Giannis has a couple hiccups here and there. It's hard to say, but... As far as the Knicks competing, I mean, the Knicks have always had trouble against the Bucks, and that was without Dame. So, yeah. I mean, again, if you if the Knicks have Drew Holiday, man, if we're going up against the Bucks, you're not gonna think Drew Holiday is gonna wanna step up and guard Dame yep. Lillard. Guard, you know, we're talking about a player who said what a couple days ago that he wanted to be a Buck for life. He didn't want to play anywhere else, and then poof, he's gone.
1: <laughs> It's a cold world, I mean, man. It's a cold league. Yeah, man. It's a cold <laughs> league out here, man. That was but crazy. Yeah, no, the bucks, the bucks.
2: Yeah, that was insane. But the bucks, man, they're going to be. A problem. I mean, they 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 kept their core. They still have Chris Middleton. They still got Brooke Lopez. I mean. Bobby Portis. That team is going to be. Yeah, Bobby Portis, ex-Nick. <laughs> That team yeah. is going to be a problem, man. I mean, I still have the Knicks in the, the four to, you know, four to, I'll say the three to five range, in my opinion. I mean, I, I really think it's wide open outside of, you know, I guess you could say the Celtics and the Bucks, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is wide open. And depending where depending. the other shoe drops, it's going to be, you know, something to watch because Evan Fournier is coming out with his hostage comments saying the New York Knicks are holding him hostage and look Evan Fournier what I want to say to that Fournier is just go into training camp and compete you know you don't have to I, I get that you want to be traded and I get that you don't want to be a New York Knicks anymore look he's making what 18 million dollars a year I'm pretty sure that he'll be happy in New York living in New York making that much money and I get that he wants to play but right now the Knicks are I'm sure they're trying to find trade avenues and right now It's interesting that those comments came out right before the Drew Holiday news. So maybe Fournier Newton thinks something's up in that. Maybe, look, go to Portland and, you know, play your ass off over there. So, I don't know, Chris, we'll see. Um, If you were to give me a percentage on it, whether or not I think the New York Knicks will do this, eh, I'd give it a 35%, 35% chance. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's a 50-50 chance, but (laughs) we've seen the way Leon Rose – does business, Chris, and this is not something that it seems like he'll dabble in. Hope I'm wrong, because I really do want them to be in this. But man, your quickly contract situation is still up in the air. Training training camp next week, Chris. So that's another domino to fall. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I
2: mean we'll we'll see how it plays out. But like you said, it's not really the MO, you know, of the front office to to make a move like this. Um hopefully, like you said they do and we're we're wrong and they they go out and surprise us but you know i i give it like a 30 percent chance too i mean as excited as i am you know the reality is you're gonna have teams that probably don't have as many assets but they're gonna go off and get another team involved and try to make something happen so you know look again if 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 it just so happens we don't end up with Drew Holiday and we have Emmanuel Quickly, we end up extending him, then that's a good thing to have too. I just think, in my opinion, you know, like you said, you're you're trading for Emmanuel Quickly ceiling. Um, and why not have that now rather than, than wait and you might not ever get it, depending on how things play out with quickly. But, you know, I think it's a risk worth taking. We'll see how it plays off plays out, but you know. You never know. You never know in this league.
1: You never know. Once again, the Knicks can beat out any package. We have all of our assets. And we can just go out and get a Drew Holiday if we wanted to. So, we'll see. Uh, Manny Quickly's contract still up in the air. That will be the domino to fall. If we see that the Knicks, obviously, extend Manny Quickly, then we know that they're out on the Drew Holiday sweepstakes. So, We just wanted to come on here and give our thoughts about the Drew Holiday situation. Obviously, Chris and I would like him on the New York Knicks, not giving up too much. I'm excited that training camp opens up next week. We get to see the guys in the gym again, Brunson, Randall, the whole nine, and another year of Knicks basketball is upon us, Knicks Nation. I'm excited for it all. Season is coming soon, and I just can't wait to get it started. Another episode in the books, Chris. I love it, man. (laughs) Love it as well, man. This was a good one. Leon Rose, do the right thing, please. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. We'll catch you guys in the next time. Peace.
0: Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time.